Coming to you straight from the duck pond, this is Groover Solutions. I'm your host, Chuck Groover. And this week, again, it's another week talking about crypto. And what I want to talk about this week is really investing. I mean, this week we saw the announcement of another, what people are saying is going to be the Coinbase killer with Abra. And when I look at these apps and different platforms that everyone's saying is going to be the one to replace Coinbase because of offering no fees, such as Abra, such as the Robinhood app, or even minimal fees, like with I know there's CoinSeed out there that uses basically your spare change to invest in crypto. The problem is, is when you're looking at investing, there's really kind of two different ways to look at investing. One is kind of like with the stock market, where you see a company and you decide to buy stock in that company because you believe in that company. But the thing is, is even though you buy stock in that company, you might not have any intention of ever using what that company offers. I mean, one example would be in relation with the Robinhood app, I had signed up for it. The guy I work for is interested in getting involved in the cryptocurrency area and he heard about the he's heard about the Robinhood app he had downloaded the Robinhood app I sent him my referral link so that way we both get that free stock even though where we're located in the US we're not able to do the crypto part yet and he ended up with a free stock in Zynga which is from what I understood from looking into it a little a little bit was they make social media games basically the games that you play on social media I don't know if they made Farmville but think Farmville and that's pretty much what I understand what they make well he's not the type of person that would actively be playing those games but if he were to look into the company and he decides that the younger generation, because he is an older gentleman, but younger generations do have interest in these sorts of games, that he might end up buying more stocks in it, he's still investing in Zynga, even though he's not using their product. The other type of investing is those, is to an extent, those who see a brand and they buy their products. They support them through using them. I mean, technically right now you could say I am invested in Samsung because I use a Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge. But I don't have any stock in Samsung. But the fact that I purchased and use a Samsung device shows that 
helps to promote their business, keep their business going. And that's really where the problem with these Coinbase competitors come in, is everyone's saying, again, Robinhood's going to replace Coinbase, Abra's going to replace Coinbase. The problem is, is they focus really to, two, to the two different types of investors. If I go to Coinbase and buy Bitcoin or Ethereum or Litecoin or, or even Bitcoin Cash, even though I know there's a lot of people out there that will say to avoid Bitcoin Cash, I do see s stuff going on with Bitcoin Cash that really makes it more user-friendly than anything else. I mean, on Twitter I see an app being a advertised where it's basically as simple as sending to send Bitcoin Cash is as simple as sending a text to someone instead of having to do the long convoluted wallet addresses of alphanumeric characters that you have to make sure you get copied and pasted properly or scanning a QR code and to be honest a lot of that's one way of getting cryptos to be used is when you start targeting to where it's easy to use and seeing that even though I like Litecoin a lot better, I like Bitcoin I prefer those over Bitcoin Cash and it's, to me it's mostly because of some of the Bitcoin Cash community calling it the real Bitcoin which can be confusing because then you have people asking if someone asks someone who's invested in Bitcoin Cash who doesn't know the difference for some Bitcoin and they send the Bitcoin Cash to a Bitcoin address it's completely gone lost to either person so the fact that you have the Bitcoin Cash community doing that is what turns me off from Bitcoin Cash <clears throat> it's their community that turns me off from them but again I, you can't deny that they're working at things trying to make it more user-friendly and a lot faster than everything else. But that aside, with Coinbase, you're actually buying those coins. Meaning, what I buy on Coinbase, I can then send to my wallet. I can either, f or from Coinbase, or from my wallet after I've sent it to it, I could then go and pay someone in Bitcoin, or I can buy something in Litecoin, or I can use the Ethereum if to help fund an ICO if I was in an area, or if it was an ICO that I would be eligible to kind of help do a crowdfunding to to basically give some to as part of a crowd crowdfunding type campaign. And as I said in the first podcast, though, and I should probably be saying in e each of these, is remember I'm not a professional financial advisor, I'm not a professional lawyer, I'm not a professional tax preparer, I am not a professional anything. All this is is just the ramblings of a self-proclaimed philosopher and lifelong student. But getting back to it, Coinbase, you're actually buying the coins in such a way that you can use them. You're investing in them as a consumer. 
of the coins. Where from the way I've seen the Robinhood app explained, and with the exception of Bitcoin, the Abra app, and even to an extent what what um, Circle has is doing now that they've acquired Poloniex, what CoinSeed is doing, all of them, you're basically invest those you're actually investing more like how you would in the stock market where from the way, way I understand you're not actually getting the coins your money is being put up and basically the way, the way Abra explained it was it's kind of like as if you're to invest in a gold fund if the value of that gold fund goes up your the amount of dollars you have goes up if it goes down the amount of dollars you have goes down but you don't own any actual gold with the cryptocurrencies except for Bitcoin you invest in that cryptocurrency it's basically kind of a virtual investment where if the value of that crypto goes up your value of Bitcoin that's related to how much you've invested or how much of that crypto you've virtually invested in will go up if the value if the relation to bitcoin goes down your value of bitcoin goes down but again you don't actually own any of that crypto but now after stating that and I've said that the way I've seen people treating the crypto community with treating it like the stock market is probably going to be one of the things that ends up hurting the crypto community the most is because they're treating the crypto, the, the different cryptos like their stocks thinking that they're invest basically doing a virtual investment like buying into it like again like a gold fund like Abra is providing rather than actually buying the tokens and I would say one way of looking at it would be let's say I have an arcade and I have minted out a hundred thousand gaming tokens that I've put in the token the token dispensing machine for a dollar each and each game in there basically plays for one token and there are these all these great games so you get all these people interested in coming there to play the games because it's a better price than any of the other arcades for pretty good games. Well, let's say after a while you get some people who aren't interested in playing games sees the popularity of this arcade and the only way that they can really invest in it because after I've set it going I just leave it going. There's no one to control it. There's no like stocks or anything for them to buy or any central organization for them to try and purchase to take control of the arcade. What they end up having to do is come in 
and start buying up the gaming tokens. So you you get these gaming tokens that were once a dollar for a hundred thousand each for a hundred thousand gaming tokens, and then all of a sudden you get these people coming in buying them, but they're not being used to get recycled into being re re redistributed. So the price of the tokens ends up going up. After a while, if more and more people start coming in and buying and holding those tokens, and they're not getting used, the value of those, the price of those tokens is going to become so high that the people who want to play those games wouldn't go and play those games anymore because what they'd be having, be having to pay for the tokens, they don't see the value in it. And just like with the company, if all people do is invest in the stocks and don't actually consume a company, and no one's consuming a company's goods, eventually that company, no matter how valuable those stocks are, eventually that company is probably going to go under because they're not making any revenue. So eventually, with them not making revenue of people not consuming their product, those that have invested in it as stocks are going to end up selling off because there is no reason of having of being invested in a company that seemingly no one's wanting to take interest in. But with that being said, I will say what Abra is doing, even though I've saw one person saying it's a lot worse than investing in an ICO. I will say I do like what Abra is doing. I do somewhat what Robinhood's doing. I wish that they wouldn't have so many of the actual tokens that were more of a general use uh, kind of money replacement like t token like Litecoin or Dash or those because or if or with having them that they would actually allow you to purchase the actual coin or token and not just be a virtual investment because those are the ones that are designed really that just about anyone could have a use for some of the more specialized tokens that, like Omisego, eventually Stellar, to an extent Ripple, they're not the type of tokens that your everyday person would be, or coins that your everyday person would be using. Those, the want, the cryptos that have a specific use case on their own blockchain that while I might think, gee, I like this technology, I like what they plan to do with the, blo with the blockchain, with the distributed ledger, that to where, yeah, I would put money down to invest in them, but the thing is, is until things like Abra and the Robinhood app 
a lot of these that a lot of what I would put money down to invest in it's like I like what they're doing but I personally don't see myself having a need for their token. I mean, even one a good example would be the Kodak coin that was announced back in January. I'm not sure if it's still going to come out or if it was just a farce. I know I've heard that those of us in the crypto community pretty much looked at it as a joke from photography podcasts. I all the, just about every photography podcast I've listened to after it was announced looked at it as a joke which that's a whole nother issue with some of these companies and things trying to come out with with like a these uses for the blockchain is if they can't get the people that they're targeting to actually take it serious it's going to fail so even if Kodak Coin comes out, unless they do something to get the photography community on board, it's probably not going to go anywhere. So, but the thing is, is the way I've heard it discussed is that your photographers that want to upload basically their their photography to the block this this block the Kodak Coin blockchain for copyright use needs to use the Kodak coin to upload it. The content consumers, the people that want to use images, have to pay with Kodak coin for the rights to use those images. And now the, here's the thing. Even though I do photo some photography type stuff, I'm not into photography to where I'd be wanting to copyright my images and basically I'm not trying to make any pictures I take I'm not trying to make money off of so I wouldn't have need of the Kodak coin in that way and I don't really do any of the content consumption where I would need to license an image so I wouldn't be using the Kodak coin in that way but if I thought that this Kodak coin was going to be something and I wanted to invest in it, the best way to invest in it would be something if like a company like Abra had say a Kodak coin listing that I could invest in. But again, I'm not saying I would invest in it. I probably would stay away from it mainly because their tar target audience isn't even interested in it. But, again, that's a whole other story. But basically what I'm getting at is there are many tokens out there that I've looked at that would be like, I like what they're doing. What they're saying sounds interesting. The only problem is, it's not something I would personally use. And that being the case, I can't see myself 
tying up their tokens that someone else would be needing to use for the blockchain to as a way to invest in them because if I'm tying up the tokens and you get enough people tying up those tokens where they're not being used I hate to say this but that project would eventually fail I mean we're in the open source world how many software projects have failed because there wasn't enough people either developing on them or people stopped developing on them because not enough people were showing interest in the software. And that's pretty much what the crypto community is. It's a bunch of open source software where if someone's not showing interest by actually if there's not enough interest in actually using the technology that some of these tokens and coins are using eventually they're just going to fizzle out and die because either depend depending on what type of structure it has like if it's proof of work the miners aren't going to be after a while aren't going to be making any enough to justify to continue mining if no one's using the network or if it's proof of stake your master nodes aren't going to be making enough for them to justify staying staking their coins to keep the network operational so it's basically you need people you you need basically those consumptive investors and when you're talking about about wanting something to replace coinbase because of their fees although to be honest because one of my jobs is doing a lot of stuff with listing stuff on eBay. Fees are basically just <clears throat> a cost of doing business. And the fees that I've encountered with Coinbase, the highest I think has been that I've encountered has been 10% with buying and I've learned that if I buy certain amounts at certain values, it drops to at least 5%. <coughs> I know when selling stuff on eBay, to be honest, 10% generous. I have to pretty much say, I don't mind paying a 10% fee. Again, I've learned how much of a coin to buy to where it's at least 5%. So,
but I can't see people saying an app that's basically investing by doing virtual investments, virtual purchases of these cryptos is a good competitor and a replacement for Coinbase that actually lets you buy the cryptos. So, that's just my opinion on this whole thing regarding these Coinbase killers. And so, it's Chuck Groover with Groover Solutions signing out.